Pinball Podcast Network. Hi. Uh, just a harmless squirrel, not a plastic explosive or anything. Nothing to be worried about. The Explosive Output Podcast. Ahoy mateys, it's the Explosive oh. Output Podcast. <laughs> I like I'm it. Trying out some different things. <laughs> Maybe, Ahoy mateys. If someone is listening to this on a cruise or a boat right now, that'd be very sweet. I was specifically targeting you, yeah. Argosy. Um Hi, it's Matt Harrison along with Scott Fish and John Tuvey. It's Monday morning, and we're going to go over the week that was in week 11 and uh, debut our power rankings for this week. I had a lot of motion in my power rankings this week. How about you guys? Yeah, I did too. I had a lot of motion. A lot, lot of fun churning. Uh, what did we decide? 19. I'd even go yeah, 17. The bottom half of the league. Chiefs falling it's, off the map for me. Packers down to 30th for me. <laughs> 30th wow just punishing them <laughs> so before we start i should mention uh if we're i think we're gonna put this one up on the fanball podcast feed sure. as well this this time but if you haven't been listening to the explosive output podcast i had a really cool interview with uh ryan o'flanagan a comedian a stand-up comedian he's on funny or die uh Ooh. known for the overly excited tourist bits Ooh. And uh, he just uh, was announced over the weekend as well that he got his own half-hour Netflix special. Nice, doing wow. stand-up. So that's impressive. I'm, I'm catching him on the upswing. That's so, right. so uh, go so listen he to. So he forget a, you on the way. <laughs> he probably will. Uh, I, I think ever since you had Fish and I on as guests, your guest, your it's just shot straight upward. I'm on the upswing too. You yeah. caught me on the upswing, right? <laughs> nice. So I, <laughs> I love how uh, the the day after I was on there. Uh, Matt's on complaining about why can't I get any good guests <laughs> like, like Lindsay Whalen and uh, how can I argue with that I'd rather talk to Lindsay Whalen than myself so well I was tweeting directly at one of my previous right guests Kyle. Kyle Radke to, to <laughs> poke fun at him so it wasn't meant to you no, actually Tubi, Tubi was episode number six uh, Ryan O'Flanagan was episode number seven both of those were last week so uh, they're both kind of evergreen podcasts. You can listen to them at any time. They're all pretty evergreen. They're, yeah, well, it feels like. except cool for this format. one. Except for this. Except one. except the, for power yes. rankings every week. So. The interviews. Yeah, but the interviews are fun. And uh, Ryan couldn't have been a nicer guy. Went and saw a stand-up show on Friday night as well. Ooh. Bought him a beer at the show. If you get, have you awesome. guys ever been to Sisyphus? By the way, no. I have not been there. It's one of the few it, microbrews around here it, I haven't so been to. It's right next to Dunwoody. Okay. So it's it's like a mile from here, uh, where our office is. Sounds like a field trip. But they have a comedy club on half of it. Nice. So half of it's the tap room and half of it's the comedy club. So kind of kind of a cool little venue. Uh, good good place to go see some some shows. I'm sensing a company outing. I like it. Um, next, all right. Next content meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dive into the power rankings and, and the schedule. Let's go to the schedule first. Uh, week 11 started with Pittsburgh just demolishing Tennessee 40 to 17. Uh, obviously Antonio Brown with 144 yards and three touchdowns in that game. Uh, I think I have a team. If all works out tonight, I have a team that beat Antonio Brown Ooh, in fantasy. That's impressive. So, I have a team with Antonio Brown that one by a point. I'm trying to think of who was the 40 point running back yesterday. That uh, oh no, he had a uh, 
which was – oh, Keenan Allen. That's who it was. Sure. He threw Keenan Allen back at me, and I think I won by less than a point, <laughs> like point three six. They, they points almost or matched each other yeah. on, on points. So the read on this for me was Pittsburgh just has cemented themselves as like one of the two AFC teams that are legit. And I think there's only two. Well, I think it cements that – that was a week 15 game against New England Yeah, for home field is going to – it may determine who goes to the Super Bowl because – It could. The Steelers, you saw them lousy on the road. Mm-hmm. And if New England has to come into Pittsburgh, I, I give them a much, much better shot than if they have to go up to Foxborough. That's for sure. That's true. Uh, Tennessee, I, I knocked them down quite a bit here uh, as well just because I didn't fully believe in them in the first place and they're trying to – play against a legit team and it didn't work out and I, I just don't think that they're that good of a team I don't think the AFC has anybody yeah it's it's weird to think Tennessee is probably the fourth or fifth team in the AFC yeah, probably, they're, uh, they're still gonna make the playoffs yeah, and, it's, and they're just ugh, not not great that's definitely well they had a couple key drops their running backs are banged up and their defense has been non-existent this year and that and the offensive line which was kind of the the foundation of everything they did last year has not played up to not played up to the standard that they set last year. So lots Four of uh, things is falling. not going to help either. Yeah, that's that's going to be – it's almost <laughs> Peterman-esque right there. Almost Peterman-esque. Uh, the next game on the docket is Detroit. They went into Chicago and ended up beating, uh, beating the Bears in a game that was a lot closer than I think that most people expected it to be. Uh, Jordan Howard came up with uh, 125 yards and a touchdown on only 15 carries. Looked as good as he's looked throughout the season so far. And really, it kind of illuminated a hole in the Detroit defense for me. It was unreal because even him looking that good at halftime, Cohen had more snaps too. (laughs) Yeah, Cohen Cohen ended up with with nine carries, 44 yards, and a touchdown as well. Well, And and don't stop Mitch Trubisky there, six for 53. mm -hmm. I mean, they they did whatever they wanted to on the ground. So – my question is, why didn't they keep handing the ball to Howard? I, I don't know. They he should based on the way he was playing in the first half, he should have had thirty carries, and they might have been able to keep the Lions' offense down. Lions twenty-seven points. That's the most points against the Bears at Chicago this year. It's unreal. So yeah, that would have been fun had uh, the Bears sprung the upset there. It would have been would have looked good for our Vikings. Uh, yeah. We. I, the, I I heard that had the Bears won that game, the Vikings could have clinched on Thanksgiving. Wow. So now it's I think I think the magic number is 2. Well, okay. yeah, it would have given us a four game lead with five games to go. Yeah. So All right, next game is uh Jacksonville at Cleveland. Uh <laughs> yuck. So Cleveland sucks. <laughs> and Jacksonville played down to their level for a lot and, of the game. Yeah, and they did. <laughs> uh the nice part about this game, uh Fournette, uh Leonard Fournette, 28 carries. And 111 yards. That, even with a sore ankle. Even with the sore ankle and being a little bit of a nitwit throughout the week. Nobody says nitwit anymore. They do in uh, uh, Rudolph. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And the Brown anymore. The, what I love about Fournette <laughs> here is the Browns have been a very, very stout run defense all year, and Fournette just it didn't matter. Yeah, they just fed him the ball and and gave him the business there. Uh, Blake Bortles after throwing 51 pass attempts the week before. It a better a, a matchup that's better <laughs> for passing than running only yeah. throws thirty. Yeah. Where last week he's playing San Diego, a good pass defense. 
is Jacksonville just doing this wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, maybe, the, maybe the uh, <laughs> they like to challenge the, the scouting report. They're like a week off. Maybe their their oh. advanced scouts are two weeks out, <laughs> and so they're only getting, you know, they're getting the wrong report. They're looking at it and thinking, oh, we're gonna run this week, and <laughs> or maybe they color coded some things wrong, like green and red, like yeah, could, and the guy's colorblind. <laughs> it's like that that color rush game where they all it's it got, all looks the same. The <laughs> I think we've we've hit on it. D.D. Westbrook just uh, uh, 165 yards. He was shy so of his close. Projection. He was so yeah. close. Guys. 165 yards. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said was he was so going to go for 200 in his NFL oh, really? debut. <laughs> yeah, he, that. yeah. He said he expected to get 200 yards in his for his debut and 35. So close though. He had six targets. That's kind of nice. They need Bortles they need didn't even receivers. pass for as many as <laughs> as Westbrook thought he would get. Maybe that's what he meant. Um, another game that was just kind of brutal to watch was uh, Baltimore versus Green Bay. Well, maybe not brutal for Vikings fans to watch Green Bay. Know what it feels like to not have a quarterback. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> something that uh, just just to the uh, west of Wisconsin we've battled through for many years, and uh, for them to experience it and have to trot out Brett Hundley, who alternates looking like he might get it with throwing three picks against a pretty good defense. It but, is yeah. weird. Like, yeah. he makes these good-looking plays, and then he looks just completely lost as a quarterback. At times. So it, if if you read Devontae Adams' stat line of eight receptions for 126 yards, you'd think, oh, Hundley might have had, like, a pretty decent day, but 21 for 36. Good good completion percentage, I guess. He's above it's 50%. Terrible. Yeah. 239 yards, zero touchdowns, three picks. <laughs> yeah. Like, Stop throwing it to the wrong team, man. When your yeah. rating is less than half of Joe Flacco's, oh. you're, you're not <laughs> doing it right. Um, I could harp on the Packers for days and days, and we should have brought Trevor in here for me to do this <laughs> so he could really feel bad. But the general manager and that coaching staff have not put a good team around Aaron Rodgers since he's been there. And And granted, they did win a Super Bowl there. But that was because Rodgers was so out of his mind and and really hoisted a whole team on his back and, and took them to a Super Bowl, including the coaching staff. And he was in the process of doing that this year, too. I mean, he's, yeah. he's that good, and, and he's got enough receivers that you know, he, can, he can make look good. Uh, these receivers, other than – and then Adams aren't making Hundley look anything but bad and – the lines banged up. The defense is non-existent. Yeah, it's so. There's a whole bunch of weird rumors surrounding the Packers too. Like there was a there was one going around Twitter this morning that McCarthy wants out of Green Bay. He's he's uh, got one year left on his contract after this year. He should buy some stock so he's an owner, and then he could he could <laughs> lobby to not fire himself. But then or Ro- oust himself if that's what he wants. Rogers has the opt out in his contract this year, and I wonder if these rumors are all true. And McCarthy's like. Yeah, I want out. And he's trying to get out in front of this saying that he wants out because he knows something. He knows that Rodgers is on the uh, brink of Mm, maybe hitting free agency as the most expensive player in the history of the NFL. (laughs) Green Bay would franchise the crap out of him and pay him the full franchise. But he's got an opt-out of a contract. Oh, complete opt-out. Yeah. Can't even be franchised? I don't know if he could be franchised. Interesting. And and he's trying to glom on to Rodgers as a package deal. He he could go to... (laughs) (laughs) It's like any any given Sunday. He needs an elite... uh, Al Pacino goes to the new... uh, What is it? Arizona team or what? Albuquerque team and takes Willie Beeman with him. 
Oh, movie movie <laughs> references that no one else gets. I, I totally oh. don't remember the end of that movie. <laughs> all right, all right, that's cool. We can move on. Did they sign Rod Rod Tidwell? Uh, did the Packers scare you? Did let, Billy let, Bob play? Let's see and do the hook and ladder play in <laughs> no, that game. That was a different movie. Okay, let's say the Packers <laughs> beat the Browns and they beat the Bucks. And they beat one of the Steelers Panthers somehow or whatever. No. And Rodgers comes back and wins two games. No. That, they don't scare you at all. They're in the not playoffs. going to beat the Steelers. No. And they're not going to beat the Panthers in Carolina. Right. And and that's actually the game that Rodgers could first come back is that one in Carolina. Let let's give them the Bucks and the Browns then. And then Rodgers comes can back. We, can we give no, them the no, Bucks and the Browns right I'm now? trying to play so devil's advocate so here seven. for the Packers. That's seven. He comes back for the Vikings game, and he beats the Vikings and the Lions 8-9. I don't think nine gets in. Nine they, doesn't get in in the NFC. I know. They have the tiebreaker on the Rams, though, remember. so. Um, but the Rams would have to absolutely fall apart. Yeah, they, they would, yeah they'd have to only win two more <clears> games. <throat> I'm just saying, if they make the playoffs, would they scare you with Rodgers? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Aaron you, just, you just had to ask that. <laughs> okay. Aaron Rodgers by himself. You know, he wouldn't even need a line or, or a receiver. It would, would frighten me. Because yeah. the rest of this team is just terrible, but they looked okay with Rodgers early in the season. So, all right. <laughs> just, okay. Just, just checking. Uh, Houston beats up on Blaine Gabbert and the Arizona Cardinals 31-21. And loses yet another let's, piece. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, you don't want to talk about Adrian Peterson, 14 for 26? He, we can't, you can't play Peterson anymore. Gabbert, you can all, You can play Peterson if he's got a matchup that well, is this, absolutely the easiest matchup ever. This was on paper a pretty good match. And and him. game script dictate, dictates yeah, that he's the still key. there. Uh, th- and this proves the, you know, third stringer theory that happens all the time. Third string quarterback comes in, he hits his third string guy, Ricky Seals-Jones a bunch. You're a huge Ricky Seals-Jones guy. I wouldn't say huge. I just <laughs> knew who he was before the season started. I have known who he was since he came Ricky out of Seals high school. Ricky Seals-Jones sounds like a 70s folk Guitar trio. Seals and Crofts. He was like a 6'5", five-star wide receiver coming out of high school, and he went to A&M, was there at the same time as Menzel. He was, he was injured a bit. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a guy on, on Twitter um, that said, I watched two games of Ricky Seals-Jones and had to turn it off. It was so bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Dante Foreman uh, sniping of the two touchdowns was interesting. Well, he karma got him. Yeah. yeah. He's gone now. Aw. Pour, pour, pour one out. You always got to worry about a, a career with an Achilles. Yeah, too. for a running back. So I guess, you know, if you were holding on to Dante Foreman in a dynasty league thinking that maybe Miller was going to be phased out at, towards the end of his contract, you know, that's not, that's that's not, not quite nearly happening. as clear a, a picture heading into next season. All right. Um, Not a lot of change in either of these two teams in my power rankings, I didn't think so. Nope. Uh, the Battle of Florida, which was supposed to happen in week one. Glad we waited. Tampa and Miami, now both four and six. Yeah. Gross. Miami was in the driver's seat for a wild card slot not all that long ago. And frankly, they're not far from it still. <laughs> what happened to Kenyon Drake in this game? He, he vanished. Yeah, I used him in a couple of my fanball lineups, and that did not work out. No. I was on Kenny Stills a lot of the week. We even talked about it in the DFS pod, and then I took him out of all my lineups. 
Right before game time. Right before the 180 yards. You, kn- you knew I would do that, too. Every time I'm on, someone just... We are talking on uh, Fantasy Football Weekly um, about what to do if you're playing Antonio Brown. And we said, you know, steer for the home run, guys. And Brian mm-hmm. even brought up, like, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills he's, is a great home run guy. Well, run if guy. you listen to Brian... He went deep. 180 yards and a touchdown. That's a pretty nice game. Mike Evans dropped a touchdown. Would have would have put him over hundred and, and a touch. I I miss I miss Mike Evans. Where are you, Mike Evans? I miss Doug Martin. Whatever happened to Doug Martin? Is he still in the league? No. No. Okay. He retired. That's good. <laughs> um here's a game that we can sink our teeth into. The uh Vikings beat the Rams twenty four to seven in what was probably the best uh the best well, game that I watched all day. <laughs> the Ram the Rams uh Plugged down the field, had a really good first drive, mm-hmm. and and we're poised to you know maybe not not salt the game away, but really put the Vikings on the ropes. And then the hit by Anthony Harris, the strip at the one yard yeah. line, just completely flipped everything. Yep. No points, and the Rams did almost nothing offensively the rest of the day. Complete turning point in the game right there. It was pretty awesome. Uh, what do you guys What do you guys read on the Vikings quarterback situation? Is this case closed now? <laughs> oh, intended. nice! That was well played. <laughs> For now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you can't. Anytime a coach says he's my guy the rest of the way, it's it's disingenuous because you know we've seen Case Keenum go bad for two, three pass stretches. So I what mean, What's the thing that Zimmer can say? Case Keenum is Case. Case is the guy. Yeah. Cases are starting quarterback Case this right week. now for this week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take hey. everything one game at a time. Yep. Hey, there's, uh, there's a really, really on, good team that Detroit. says that every week. Yeah. We're on yeah. to Detroit. On to Detroit. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that game. Robert Woods. Do we know anything? I don't think we know anything yet, but, man. That was unfortunate. Yeah. Sounds like it's a shoulder or collarbone, perhaps. Ooh, that's uh, – the Vikings are pretty good at uh, causing collarbone injuries, I found. At least recently. Adam yeah. Thielen's pretty good, too. I don't know if anybody around the league has noticed yet. But, you know, uh, I, heard, I heard that he grew up here in Minnesota, yeah. and he he grew up in a small town, and then went I think that he went college. to a small college that's local as well. Yes. And then he he you'd think he was drafted in the first round, right? No, no he wasn't. What? Second? Was he a second round? No, pick? he wasn't even a second round. Day pick. three, probably. No, he didn't even get drafted at all. No, not at all. Unbelievable. And then he was, uh, you know, an invite, and he he made the practice squad. You know, other teams That's, had a chance to just I sign him off of our this. practice squad. I, it sounds like a movie. This is new information. You should make a movie. Coming up here. You know, people talk about uh, the Packers and how they draft wide receivers so well. Um, if you're the Vikings and you nailed. Well, Diggs was like a fifth-round pick, right? I believe that's correct. And Thielen was an undrafted free agent. Is it Thielen, or are you just saying that? I thought it was Thielen. Oh, see, I I grew well <laughs> in, in college. I I had spelled like this. That's Thielen. So it's it's okay. a tough adjustment for me. But I think it is Thielen. <laughs> that's the Detroit Lakes Thielens versus oh. the St. Cloud area Thielens. Oh, so in St. Peter, there was a, a Thielen. Okay. Damn it. From that, but I think it is Thielen. I think this yeah. is Thielen. So. Yeah, and and they're being talked about as maybe 
one of, if not the best tandem in the NFL. And as as at least, you know, announcers, they, they seem to struggle sometimes, but they were getting it right yesterday. And even Greg Olson, after sitting in all the Vikings meetings and taking all his notes back to Carolina, <laughs> you pointed out that you, you've got, maybe it was Steve Smith on the pregame, said you got Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster, and they've got Ben Roethlisberger thrown to them. So Ben's probably making that, you know, them look fairly good. Sure. You've got Thielen and you've got Diggs and you've got Case Keenum throwing to him. It's kind of the other way around. These receivers are making Case look pretty good. Yep. Maybe. Or Case. Maybe, Case is maybe, the 5,000 yard quarterback awesome. he was in college. Maybe he's awesome. We I, don't know. Hey, yeah, as a long suffering Vikings fan, Case takes him to the Super Bowl. I'll go out and. Sire kids and name them case if that's what I need to do. You know, whatever it takes. <laughs> you'll, you'll, <laughs> my wife might not you'll be in fall favor on of that, that sword. But sure, yeah. Wow. So, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Honey, not, they won the Super Bowl. Nine, I got to go have some February, sex. I got to go procreate. <laughs> Populate us with some cases. Uh, <laughs> a game that almost went the way of the Vikings uh, that we were kind of probably cheering for. Uh, the Redskins were leading the Saints, I believe, by two touchdowns late in that points. game. Yeah, the Saints come back and win in overtime, thirty-four, thirty-one. Um, I think this cements Washington is exactly what they are—a <laughs> team that can play about fifty-seven minutes of the game, <laughs> and then and then they forget what they're doing, uh, as evidenced by their their game against Minnesota. Their game against New Orleans, they almost lost the one in Seattle and then had enough time to come back, and Kirk Cousins put them on their back. They've had a lot of really late-game weird heroics one way or the other Mm -hmm. in the games they're involved in. Just think of Josh Jackson with one of those touchdowns. Or Jamison Crowder wouldn't have lined – would he – lined up wrong or something? That penalty that cost him on the last drive, it was was on Crowder, I believe. Plus, Chris Thompson goes down. That's going to ding – that entire offense. He's out for the season. Too, yeah, yeah. yeah, broken leg, I believe, right? Samaje Pirine comes in, though. 23 carries, 117 yards, and a touchdown. I That's pretty I'm nice. already given up on him twice this year, and now he's he's now, walking into all their carries. Now he's back. How about Jeremy Sprinkle, though? Jeremy Sprinkle. Did you see the touchdown celebration? I didn't. Kudos. He he put sprinkles. Oh. Nice. <laughs> he did. He put sprinkles on, on the football. It was awesome. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Ingram, Kamara, those guys. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh man. Uh, well, Bri- Brian's been tweeting like once a week that Alvin Kamara should be one, one in fantasy drafts next year. Um, interesting. Well, depends on what both of those running backs have been top 12, you know, top 12 running backs in fantasy six straight weeks. Yeah. It's unreal. Awesome production. Not too shabby. Yep. Uh, and, and yet, when they needed Drew Brees, three eighty-five and two. Yep, they needed him. They called. He was there. The Giants beat the Chiefs <laughs> twelve to nine in oh. overtime. Fish had a great stat he uncovered. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, my stat was amazing. I I had to tweet it out. Did okay, so it? maybe you should mention it. I don't know. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, I tweeted <laughs> I tweeted this out. Uh, the Giants have either allowed a touchdown, a, a tight end to score a touchdown, or a tight end to throw an interception in every game this season. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're gonna if you're gonna go a uh, tight end 
tight ends reaching 100 yards or scoring a touchdown in a game, the streak is still alive. Yes, so, it is. Uh, Travis Kelsey does also get eight catches for 109 yards. Throws Doesn't really throw an interception, but kind of slapped it into <laughs> a Giants player's hands. That was, that was a night. That was a had some air on that toss. Yeah. It was bizarre. That and Tyreek Hill, seven that, catches on seven targets for 68 yards. But the but the Chiefs just couldn't get anything going in this game. Kareem Hunt only had 18 carries. It just it, What a frustrating game for anybody who's got Chiefs in fantasy. I know I did this game on Fantasy Football Weekly. I had A's for all of the oh, Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, but that was before we knew about the wins, really. For them or, to, or maybe, I don't know. For them to put up nine points is just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, So you were swayed that, when, when the wind blew Kim Jones' notes across the field during the <laughs> pregame? And, uh, that that interception by Alex Smith, I thought the game was over then. I, I'm shocked that they even got a chance to tie and a chance in the overtime. But, man, I thought well, that was done then. Speaks to how bad the – Alex Smith looks so bad this week. <laughs> I mean, he's not the MVP. Oh man, it was it was bad. So they've lost four of their last five games after starting the season five and zero. Yikes! Yeah, but uh, Kareem Hunt. I don't know what he did. Yeah, they're going to be moving down my power rankings for sure. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers beat up on Nathan Peterman and the five interceptions that he Oof. threw in the first half. It was almost unfair. His passer rating seventeen point nine. <laughs> he he did complete more passes to his own team than he did to the other team. Just barely. Just barely. Five to six. Yeah. Well, when you look at it, he I, only I threw like three incompletions. Six completions for sixty six <laughs> yards out of Nathan Peterman. Oh. <laughs> Isn't like thirty eight point six if you throw the ball into the ground on every play? What's that? No Your passer rating. If you just throw the ball into the ground. You end up with a pass rating of thirty-eight point six or something oh, like that. Interesting. It's, so I did not realize that. So I, and Peterman ended up seventeen point half of that. Yes. <laughs> you know, I've got the I've got the magic box with information while you guys are chatting. Tyrod Tyrod had such a chance to you know make McDermott's decision, and then he fumbles uh, fumbles the ball and gives the Chargers a touchdown off that fumble. Yeah, I mean it's got to be Tyrod back this week though cuz the bills are still still playoff like team. in the hunt they I don't think they're a playoff team right now I think Baltimore took that spot from them okay. this week but they're tied with Baltimore at 5 and 5 and frankly who knows Baltimore's not good either so the bills or the ravens could make the playoffs or are the bills starting their tank job after winning 5 games and getting halfway through the season they're not. They're not tanking it. Right. Thirty-nine point <laughs> six, by the way, is your passer rating if you throw the ball into the ground. <laughs> well, Tyrod Taylor had a ninety-one point eight passer rating, so there's that. Uh, the other notable part of this game was uh, Keenan Allen, twelve catches, one hundred and fifty-nine yards, and two touchdowns. Welcome back. Yeah, hasn't had a touchdown since week one. So this was a this was a pretty big deal for Keenan Allen owners who were probably kind of sad and and maybe even was left on the bench a little bit this week because the matchup didn't look good against uh, Buffalo secondary. I will say the the fantasy industry was sneaky on Keenan Allen. So it, it's an air yards thing were, I believe. If you were paying yards. attention yeah. to to fantasy Twitter or whatever this week, there a lot of people were really liking Keenan Allen. So hopefully you listen to that and got him in there. Sneaky on. Yeah. Uh a team that's almost Denver is Denver. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 20 to 7 they lose to Cincinnati. Uh 
17. Cincinnati was on their third road game in a row. I believe they had lost the prior two. And they go into Denver. They're playing in the high altitude. But they come out with the victory with Andy Dalton, 154 yards, but three touchdowns against the yep, Denver but defense. You look at the stats and you wonder how in the world, or I guess maybe you just realize how bad this game was. 154 passing yards. Joe Mixon led the team with 49 <laughs> rushing yards on 20 carries. With, with Doug Martin. They had 49 total rushing has, yards. Has anyone seen Doug Martin, uh, Jonathan Stewart, and Joe Mixon in the same room? Because. Ooh. I saw Jonathan Stewart in a commercial. Yards with, per with carry this Christian year. Christian McCaffrey. I will say John Joe Mixon's is that line. That line is awful. Awful. I don't disagree. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah. Well, Booker had more carries than Anderson. I did not notice that. And five catches. Jeez. Yeah, that that uh and, and Anderson got by hurt, the, right? By the way, Austin Trailer looked I thought he looked pretty decent. I didn't think he looked bad at all. Tractor trailer? Uh, the practice squad tight end that they promoted and released AJ Derby. Um, yeah, I thought he looked. Pre- I only saw you know a few plays of his, but he looked like a legit NFL tight end out there. I thought. Is he going to replace Jake Butt? <laughs> well, Butt's injured. Uh, but I think Butt's still Butt's on hurt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't doubt he's the starting tight end going forward. New England. <laughs> <laughs> All right, way to move on. Put a fiesta on Oakland in Mexico City. Uh, the best part about this game was really uh, Brady going thirty for. Th- he was like crazy efficient. No, the best part about this game was me on Fantasy Football Weekly using a whole bunch of Spanish words to, uh, oh. and, and giving people yes grades. Nice C. <laughs> Wait, is bueno. that a C or a yes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> put him in. Uh, Charge called a uh, four field goal game for Goskowski, and if you get distance for your field goals uh, in, in, for points, yeah. Goskowski hits a sixty-two, a fifty-one, a forty, and a twenty-nine. So good call by Charge. Were, weren't there two sixty-yard field goals in this uh, this weekend? And there were at least there were two attempted. Oh. I, I think I know Goski, Goskowski kicked his. There was another one at the same. Was it in the Denver game? I don't remember, I, but I, I think remember. he missed it. Oh, okay. But, yeah, good call by Charge on that one. That's impressive. Yeah, a 62-yard kick in the highest altitude of all NFL games this season was, I mean, maybe predictable for yeah. Goskowski, though. Yep. They should have tried it from 70 just to, <laughs> just to see. Just to, just to break a record. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Oakland looks uh, absolutely like crap, just like dog crap. I mean, yep. Jack Del Rio almost needs to be fired after this game. It's it they, they, he's completely lost that team. I but, like that. I like that Cooper got the garbage touchdown though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it, right? And, yeah. and it's another situation where this was supposed to be one of the better offensive lines in the league, and they are not playing. Yeah, up they to were supposed to be really good offensive line, and the Patriots have been a great matchup for opposing offense. They're still winning, but at least the opposing offenses have been able to put stuff up. The last few weeks, they've been pretty good on defense. It's like Bill Belichick knows what he's doing. Who who saw that coming? He figures it out about halfway through the year and gets him rolling at the right time. Uh, another offensive line that was supposed to be good but is not good anymore is Dallas, who scored nine points against uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia happened to score 37 and won, wins the game. He loses Doug Free and what's-his-face, and then well, Tyron yeah, Smith Ty- doesn't Tyron play. Smith and, uh, and uh, the guard, Leary, is gone. And, uh, and on defense, you have no Sean Lee, so... 
I mean, and, you, and Zeke. I mean, you're taking away some pretty key. As fun as it would be to, to beat up on the Cowboys, you're you're taking that, away and some that's, pretty that Zeke key loss pieces. Basically, ended their playoff potential. Yeah, I yeah. don't think they can even well, get that. In there. And Dak Prescott looks like a total normal human being. <laughs> uh, 145 well, yards, well, no touchdowns, three picks. When he's under complete duress, yeah. I mean, every, each one of those picks, it was like, if I don't get rid of this, I'm probably going to be scraping off pieces of my spleen from the turf here. Uh, the high point for Dallas is Mike Nugent hit three kicks. Yay. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right. <laughs> way to go. Uh, let's let's argue our power rankings. Um, I made a change to my number one team. Gutsy move. I have the, I have the I Patriots as it. number one. I thought about it. Uh, you guys are both showing the Eagles as number one. Yep. But one and one A. But it, it really is one A, one B. Yeah. It's, it's splitting hairs. Yep. Honestly, and I think it's those two, they're, and then they're a little locked bit of a gap in, really. At least until Pittsburgh pulls the upset at home, and then week fifteen. Will Will Pittsburgh pull the upset at I home? Doesn't Belichick just come in and is like, "Yeah, I, I want home field." Probably, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get Probably. home field. It's important. To that us. will be a fun. I, I gotta assume that one's in prime time, and if not, it will be flexed to prime time. It should be right. Um, so Patriots, Eagles, one and one A. One and one A. Uh, I have Vikings at number three. Tuvi's got Vikings at number three. Fish has Steelers at I number actually, three. It's wow. weird because I tweeted out yesterday that I had Vikings at three. I, I, I'm looking at it right now. I'm like, so you what were did lying? I do? No, no, I did have Vikings at three when I did this yesterday, but apparently on my sheet <laughs> right here, I have them at four. Well, you can change it. I'm not yeah. stopping you. But, uh Yeah. I think we're leaving Vikings at number three in our compote. Uh, sounds like a plan. All right. Plan of attack. Uh, I have Saints at four. Tuvi's got Saints at four. And I, now, now all of us have Saints four, Steelers five, except for Fish, who's got Steelers yeah, four, they're, Saints they're five. They're basically the same for me. Uh, I, I think the Steelers can be explosive at any time, and then they've disappeared a couple yeah, times. Yeah, that's that's what scares me is about the Steelers is they've they've taken some off. It tends to be on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, if they need to, right now, the only place they'd be traveling is, is to Foxborough, but and I I don't see them faring well there. And with the Saints, they've they've played a host of bad teams and bad quarterbacks that don't defend the run, and they're a running team now. And now they're losing. They're losing players on defense. So yeah, um, Okafor that's hurts. that's Okafor gone, and, and their safety's Ma- been out a couple. Marshawn Lattimore out. went out. And yes, then I saw that. that came would back be in killer. and then went out again. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure what his. He's you know, been f- playing lights out this year. By yeah. the way, that New Orleans stat where they were like, "Hey, they haven't given up any touchdown passes to anybody, and nobody's topped 300 yards in like the last umpteen weeks." Mm-hmm. And then I brought up, "Well, here's the quarterbacks that they've faced." Yeah. They faced Kirk Cousins. Yep. He had three twenty-two and three. So, yep. When that when faced with a good quarterback, and Stafford, the, the Saints can't had, handle it. Stafford had two ninety-nine and three, I think, something like that. So. All right, I'm I'm yep. I'm flipping. I'm going Steelers at four. I think I think that's the right call. All right, I still think they disappear too much for me. Yeah, they, I like believe. I said, it's those two that and yeah. Rams are right there too. Honestly, four, five, six is like just they. It could be any one of but them. But are the Rams right there? I think Did the so. Rams really get exposed? I don't think so. No, th- that's or, an elite or, or, defense I, on the road. I mean, and 
I did another podcast last week that they were very on the Vikings because they said the way the Vikings defense is, it matches up perfectly against the Rams. Um, I don't know if I if I'm fully 100 percent bored with that, but I can definitely see that being true. I mean, I think that there's there's a cut right there. I mean, there's tier one is Eagles Patriots. I think tier two is Vikings Steelers Saints. Yep. Yeah, and then I think I think, I think you start tier three. I th- I think the yeah and Rams Panthers I th- Jaguars. I actually think tier three group. is the Rams, and then there's a slight tiny little hair there. Well, if, if the, the Panthers disappear a little more frequently than than I'd like to see, but I think they're they're in yeah, that mix as well. Good defense too. I think the Panthers disappear when Luke Keekley's not playing. I think that's yeah. that's that's <laughs> yeah, the main that's point true. there. He's that's true. he's so oh he's, he's and phenomenal. they do get Greg Olson back this week, so that'll be good. With all his secrets. <laughs> I thought uh, Greg Olson did a pretty good job yeah, on the podcast. I did too. Oh, yeah. there, there was only, He's definitely got talent. It, I, I tweeted out that I was like, I'm really digging Greg Olson. And then like one minute later, they oh, asked. Yeah. The, it was third and 16. They asked him what he thought, would, and he was completely blank. He had nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. He, he did a lot of the Tony but, Romo thing where yeah. you know he saw he saw what was Talking happening about, before it, it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, what would you do in this good. situation? Well, I'd you know do this and this and this, and then whatever happened was pretty much what he said. Yeah. Um, it probably depends on what happens tonight, but the the, the Seahawks still scare you. No, they're yeah. losing too many pieces. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. They're just losing too much. That, um, that defense isn't nearly the threat. Russell Wilson scares me. Not quite to the extent that Aaron Rodgers scares now. me, but yeah, I mean he could at any point put that team on his back and, and carry them. I just don't know that he can carry them as far as Aaron Rodgers can carry a team that's you know as as banged up as Seattle is right now. I will say depending on tonight, if they if they if Russell Wilson puts it on his shoulders then and they look good tonight, I could be convinced to putting them all the way I have them at thirteen, I could put them all the way to probably eleven. See I had the Ooh. Seahawks at seven. Mm. Where do you I, have them? Twelve? I still I still believe in that team a little bit. I think that they're man. they're battle tested and without oh man, they're just, I, I, their I know that that secondary crushed. is just like crushed right now yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh so I put in at six I put the Rams, at seven I put the Panthers, at eight I put the Jags. I have the Jags at seven, so I definitely You're at seven, you. two V's at yep, eight, I'm, I'm at good nine. With those. Yep. Now we're going to have to convince the uh, Chiefs, Falcons, or Seahawks next. (sighs) Well, for me, I have the Chiefs. I I actually have, man, that that group of five Chiefs, Titans, Falcons, Lions, Seahawks. They're all, they all have major weaknesses, and they're. mm. I got the Titans way down to 14, so. I got them at 15. Yeah. Something about four picks and banged up running backs and a defense that hasn't shown up yet. Yeah. All right. So, Chiefs. Or Falcons, or Seahawks. Uh, let's look into the future. How do the Falcons do tonight? The Falcons win. I put them there. Yeah. How's that? So it's winner tough. of this game. So yeah, it's basically winner of this winner game. Winner okay. of Atlanta, Atlanta <laughs> probably Seattle. And winner Chiefs, then loser. And then loser. Yeah. Chiefs. <laughs> sure, why not? Loser. Atlanta, Seattle. I it's like, like a choose your own adventure. If you're listening to this on Tuesday. Atlanta, Seattle, and then Chiefs, and then Atlanta, Seattle. Exactly. Did you see the Georgia Dome implosion this morning? I think by it's the probably way? Lions after that. No, they imploded the Georgia yeah. Dome. Yeah, I didn't. Morning. I didn't see it. I heard about it, but I didn't see it. 
They're going to make it a parking lot. Pave paradise. Put up a parking lot. Um, Lions next. I think, yeah, we, I think probably, we have the Lions next. I think Lions are fair there. And then uh, then we're getting down into the weird stuff. Although I should you note that. your think, Seahawks here now. I think we're oh, probably we done. I think, I, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to go any further, but no. I, I will Chargers. note that I moved the Chargers up quite a bit. And I moved them to 16. The Chargers, the same, but the Chargers I feel like they are could be four higher. and six. They're the best four and six team. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're like so seven oh, yeah. points from being. So here's the, here's the next couple of games for the Chargers. They're at Dallas on Thanksgiving. Probably a win against that team. I, I mean, Joe, Joey Bosa and, and Melvin Ingram against those tackles. If Tyron Smith is out. Yeah, I think yeesh. so. I think Chargers are five and six. Uh, home against Cleveland, okay, six and six. All right. Home against Washington. See, it seems I've, like a that seems like an overtime game. <laughs> it <laughs> Almost for does. sure. Kirk Cousins is making himself some money. Philip, He'll look great in Denver. Philip Rivers year. loses a lot of three point games too, though. Yeah. So th- that's going to be a battle for who can lose the three point game there between those two. Nick Rose or Nick Novak? Who's who? Uh, who you got? Hmm. So. At the same time, let's look at the next three weeks for Kansas City. Home against Buffalo. Uh, that's got to be a win. He Should would, be. Does it? Yeah. Well, how's, how's Andy Reid coming out of the second game after a bye? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, how's the wind? Then at the Jets and home against Oakland. I mean, it, the Chiefs from two weeks ago, that's that's 3-0. and The Chiefs that we saw yesterday, that's – Two and one, one two and, and one. Two. Okay, so let's say the Chiefs go two and one. That would make them uh, eight and five at that point. Okay, and if S- San Diego, not San Diego, Los Angeles wins their next three games, they are now at one game back. They are now right? one game back, and then facing the Chiefs. Oh, in that next game gets interesting. So, will Cream Hunt have another touchdown by then? God. Do you guys even like the Ravens? They're a playoff team, and I look at no. their schedule. They play like the Texans, the Browns, the Bengals, the Colts. I'm like, and they got Danny Woodhead back. Yeah, it's. I mean, they they might have four more potential wins. They could be a playoff team. They in the went NFC. into Green Bay and shut out the Packers. Okay, it's not nearly as impressive as so it. Anyway, they, anyway, they shut out my 30th ranked team. I think the, I think the Chargers make the playoffs in the AFC. Yeah, I could see that. Dallas, Cleveland, Washington, at Kansas City, at the Jets, and home against Oakland to finish out the season. It would there's, not shock There's not from- a world beater in that group. If they pull it together and they're, and they're firing, they, would- they, could be, they could have a seven-game win streak going into the, into the playoffs. What's weird is the AFC, I think it's possible an eight-win team they, gets in. Well, the, they could be 10-6 and six at that point. They would win the division. Could, yeah, I was going to say. They, <laughs> so then they host the Titans or Ravens, probably. Or maybe the Chiefs. Or the Chiefs. <laughs> that says so much about the two, true. the two conferences right now. I think in the AFC, an eight-win eight team could possibly get in. And I think in the NFC, a 10-win team could possibly be out. Could we, could we see, just like we had in the NFC West, this was probably about 10 years ago, where Seattle made the playoffs as a 7-8-1 and one team? Yeah. They were below yeah. 500. Mm-hmm. They made the play- that was the Marshawn Lynch earthquake game against the Saints because they got to host a home game. Yeah, at 7-8-1. Yeah. yeah. 
So right now it's yeah, they were Steelers, seven and Patriots, nine in 2010 buys. too. Jags would get the Ravens or Bills. Chiefs would get the Titans. Man, that would be some ugly week one football for the playoffs. I mean, four teams in history have made the playoffs with sub five hundred. Jaguars, Ravens, I'd take the under. Chiefs, Titans could have <laughs> six or seven interceptions. <laughs> And the Steelers and Patriots just saying, do we even need to bother next week? Let's just meet. You know, <laughs> They'll meet in a parking lot yep. and decide. Yep. Like it. What would the NFC look the like? The NFC playoff picture looks like this right now. Uh, Eagles and Vikings have buys. Yep. The Saints would host Seattle, Seattle. currently. And Carolina would be going to the Rams. I'd, those I'd, are those are interesting games. I would definitely yeah. love to see that defense against the Rams. I want to watch all the of Rams. those games. So Saints, you, you want, I wonder if the Saints revert at that point. You know, they don't have the same secondary in Seattle. So they, they go back. They, they take it off of Ingram and Kamara, and they put it back on Breeze. So if Atlanta wins tonight, Atlanta takes over the sixth seed. But it would have Atlanta at 6-4, and four, Detroit at 6-4, and four, and Seattle at 6-4, and four, all vying for that number six seed in the NFC. And which of those teams could go to New Orleans and, and win? Atlanta, Detroit, Seattle. Any, we, any, we, saw any De- all? we saw Detroit go there and fall apart. Uh, Atlanta will go there. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? That's a Power Rankings podcast right there. That Let's was. go over them again really quick. I got Eagles, Patriots as 1A and 1B, Vikings, Steelers, Saints, Rams, Panthers, Jaguars, winner of Atlanta, Seattle, Chiefs, loser of Atlanta, Seattle, the Lions. And then, I, I got I the, Chargers the Chargers there. That away. Not the Chargers. Not the Chargers. The Chargers are the number 13 team in the NFL right now. Ugh. <laughs> It's a, it, it is it a bad league or is it just top heavy or what is it? Well, look at the quarterbacks on the remainder of the teams. Find find a quarterback that you would trust that's not on the decline because you start at the bottom, you go Browns, <sighs> Giants, Eli, Packers, Niners, Ravens, Flacco, yeah. Broncos, Texans, Bengals, Andy Dalton. I mean, Raiders. I mean, Derek Carr, yeah, Dak you, Prescott, now, Cowboys. Now but, you're getting up to – Prescott's got nothing to work with. Kirk yeah. Cousins has been close, and and Carr's line has been letting him down, and that defense has been non-existent. And then there's not really much quarterbacking the rest of the way. And you look at the, the top half of the teams, aside from Case Keenum and Blake Bortles, Got borderline elite quarterbacks: Wentz, Brady, Roethlisberger, Breeze, Goff, who's stepped up to that level this year, Cam, uh, Wilson, Ryan, Alex Smith, who stepped up to that level, Stafford, Rivers. All right. That's that's. I mean, you could, without knowing what teams are on, you get these quarterbacks and these quarterbacks, and you pretty much separate the Red Sea, and then. Have some fun. So is Case Keenum a top 10 quarterback in the NFL right now? Well, maybe Ted, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater is. I mean, they're they're the exception. That's the team that is getting it done with defense, and, and Case Keenum has played well enough to be, I mean, 
is he the worst quarterback of that group? Where where would you rank him? If you take those top 12 teams, I think Flacco's easily the worst of the top <laughs> of the top 12 oh, teams here. Oh, I, see I was thinking, play, thinking playoff teams. I was thinking okay. playoff teams. All right, so let's do that. So Flacco I, I, I like looking at play- uh, Bortles. Bortles. Flacco and Bortles are bad. Ooh. Flacco uh, and Bortles would be at, playing in the first round. Yep. At the risk of uh, offending <laughs> right Sal, where, where does Case Keenum rank compared versus to Alex, Alex Smith? Smith? I think he's better right now. He's playing better. Yeah. Alex Smith first five, six games, no, but Alex Smith now, yeah. Marcus Mariota? I think Keenum's playing better right now. Okay, now we've listed a lot of AFC quarterbacks. I think How about that's the it. NFC? I think that's it, though. I think I, all the rest of them I, are probably. I don't know about Goff. Cam Newton not sold on Goff yet. I'm not completely sold on Goff. I think yeah. he, he's, I, he's coached up, up s- extremely well. He's tore up bad defenses he's, and he's struggled yeah, in yeah. good defenses. It's true. I, I I think the Rams are a one and done in the playoffs. I think they will be the team that somebody goes into their home stadium and wins a game. Well, they're, 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 if they bring fans, they'll fill it. Well, they don't know. have much of a home field advantage. Yeah. I I just think that the Rams are going to be a team that they is a without, first round loss. Are they going to be without? Woods, I mean that he's kind of been the guy that's made yeah. that offense click. Bad week for Woods and Thompson. Yes, <laughs> let's settle this one. All right, let's settle this podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us again uh, on the Explosive Output and Fanball Fantasy Football Podcast uh, today. We'll see you again next week for John Tuvey and Scott Fish. I'm Matt Harrison. Hasta la vista, baby. Later. There's my... Oh, wait. I need a better sign-off. Somebody tweet me some good sign-offs for a podcast. Intros, sign-offs. I need some good ones. Come on. <laughs> I can't write this stuff Why myself. I made a Woods and Thompson reference. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. All right. All right, later. There are two kinds of angry people. Explosive and implosive. Explosive is the kind of individual that you see screaming at the cashier for not taking their coupons. Fanball Podcast Network.